Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading 1 Chronicles 16 from the World English Bible. They brought in God's ark and set it in the middle of the tent that David had pitched for it, and they offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. When David had finished offering the burnt offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in Yahweh's name. He gave to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. He appointed some of the Levites to minister before Yahweh's ark and to commemorate, to thank, and to praise Yahweh the God of Israel. Asaph the chief, and second to him Zechariah, then Jeiel, Shemiramoth, Jehiel, Mattathiah, Eliab, Benaniah, Obed-Edom, and Jeiel, with stringed instruments and with harps, and Asaph with cymbals, sounding aloud, with Benaniah and Jehaziel the priests, with trumpets, continually before the Ark of the Covenant of God. Then on that day David first ordained to give thanks to Yahweh by the hand of Asaph and his brothers. O give thanks to Yahweh, call on his name, make what he has done known among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his marvelous works, glory in his holy name, let the heart of those who seek Yahweh rejoice. Seek Yahweh and his strength, seek his face forevermore, remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth, you offspring of Israel, his servant you children of Jacob, his chosen ones. He is Yahweh, our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, his oath to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob for a statute and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, I will give you the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when you were but a few men in number. Yes, very few, and foreigners were in it. They went about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no man to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings for their sakes. Don't touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Sing to Yahweh all the earth. Display his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations and his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is Yahweh, and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but Yahweh made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Ascribe to Yahweh, you relatives of the peoples. Ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship Yahweh in holy array. Tremble before him all the earth. The world also is established that it can't be moved. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let them say among the nations, Yahweh reigns. 
Let the sea roar and its fullness. Let the field exult and all that is in it. Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before Yahweh, for he comes to judge the earth. O give thanks to Yahweh, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Say, Save us, God of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the nations, to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. All the people said, Amen, and praised Yahweh. So he left Asaph and his brothers there before the ark of Yahweh's covenant to minister before the ark continually as every day's work required, and Obed-Edom with their brothers, 68. Obed-Edom also the son of Jeduthun and Hosah to be doorkeepers, and Zadok the priest and his brothers, the priests, before Yahweh's tabernacle in the high place that was at Gibeon, to offer burnt offerings to Yahweh on the altar of burnt offering, continually morning and evening, even according to all that is written in Yahweh's law, which he commanded to Israel. And with them Heman and Jeduthun, and the rest who were chosen, who were mentioned by name, to give thanks to Yahweh, because his loving kindness endures forever. And with them Heman and Jeduthun with trumpets and cymbals for those that should sound aloud, and with instruments for the songs of God, and the sons of Jeduthun to be at the gate. All the people departed, each man to his house, and David returned to bless his house. That is the end of chapter 16. So here in verse 1, we have the new special tent for just the ark in Jerusalem versus when we get to verses 39 through 42, we see again that the altar and the offerings that are going on in Moses's tabernacle are still in Gibeon. I found myself wanting to review what blessed means as it is used in verse 2, where King David blesses the people. According to Vine's Expository Dictionary and the International Standard Bible Encyclopedia, when blessed is used about God, when we bless God, we're praising him. But when it's used referring to people, it means that we are praying and asking God's blessing on them, which means praying for favor, including prosperity and happiness. These things are not wrong to pray for, though they should never be sought as our primary goal. A lot could be said to clarify the difference between the biblical teaching of seeking God and then letting him know what is on our mind and what we think we need versus seeking things and making God be someone that we think we can harness or command to get what we want by some formula, which is definitely not biblical. But I'm not going to go into that now. So King David certainly was already blessed if he could provide everyone with a meal. And then verse 4 uses the word commemorate. So they're both remembering, praising Yahweh for what he has done and for who he is. When we get to verses 5 and 6, we get a list of names again that we have seen many of in other places. Specifically, Asaph keeps coming up. We saw him in 1 Chronicles 6.39 and 1 Chronicles 15.17, and as well as seeing him in the titles of many of the Psalms around Psalm 73 and, and forward from there. And you can see from reading his Psalms that this was not just a ritual job to him, but his Psalms show that he truly loved and worshiped and sought Yahweh. 
The other names that are mentioned can also be found in 1 Chronicles 15, verses 18 through 19. Then we have King David's song for this occasion, which is also found in large segments in some of the Psalms. For instance, the portion up through verse 22 is found in Psalm 105, verses 1 through 15. And then we also see Psalm 96, verses 1 through 9, and also verses 11 and 12 represented, as well as Psalm 106, verses 47 through 48. Right in the towards the end there, the phrase, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, is found in several places in the Bible, including Psalm 106, 1, 107, 1, 118, 1, and 136, 1, and then also in Ezra 311. We'll see it in 2 Chronicles 513 and Jeremiah 3311. After the song is sung, the people say, Amen. And I also wanted to look up this word to review it. It literally means firm and by extension faithful and is used for emphasis. The same word that is translated amen is sometimes translated verily when Jesus is speaking. And then in Revelation, I think it was chapter 3, verse 15, it is one of the names given to identify Jesus Christ. He is the one who is firm, who is faithful. You can also see Amen used in 2 Corinthians 1.20, where it describes the promises of God. Here in 1 Chronicles 16, the people are agreeing and affirming what was sung as firm and true, and then they also proceed to praise Yahweh themselves. In verse 38, we learn there were 68 men who ministered or served before the ark, and to do every day's work as required, which included keeping track of what was going on at the doors, the doorkeepers. Then in verse 39, it goes on to talk about the tabernacle in Gibeon, emphasizing again that they are being careful to do according to all that was written. It seems that once things are written for them to refer to, they, by extension we, are expected to do to pay attention to what was written. And we see the sad story that was the reminder of that about Uzzah, who died in 1 Chronicles 13, verses 9 through 10. God's written word is a clear revelation of who he is and how to approach him. Of course, we have the New Testament explaining the Old Testament, showing us that we needed the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, so we are not under the law anymore, but it still shows what is needed to approach God in the way of sacrifice. And the final perfect sacrifice was Jesus Christ. In verse 43, everyone goes home. They have all they need to live their daily lives and to worship Yahweh. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey.